United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Andrew Scoble is Distinguished Fellow for China at the United States Institute of Peace, here to discuss the Chinese National Party Congress. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. That was quite a show they put on. It was. It it really was. What came out of it other than she for, what, another five years? <laughs> well, everything went uh, according to plan. You know, as, as you intimated, it's a, a, a carefully scripted and, and, uh, and, and controlled uh, event, uh, major propaganda um, opportunity for the Communist Party and, and in particular for, for one man, Xi, Xi Jinping. And I think no, no, no huge surprises out of this. It, it did go. It did largely go according to plan. But what we see is a uh, a, a a China that's a continuation, uh, likely to be a continuation of the past, but uh, but but even more so un, under Xi. He's clearly uh, the most uh, powerful uh, ruler in in China uh, since since Mao and the most ambitious and that his uh, his emphasis is on uh, trying to uh, assert as much control as possible over the party uh, the military the government society and the people how does china's bad economy affect that affect those that's ambitions a, that's a great question um you know even though officially uh, she was elected. Um, the positions that he holds are elected, including uh, uh, president of the People's Republic. But that election, uh, he'll be reelected uh, to that position uh, early early next year. Uh, but largely, his uh, legitimacy is w- what I would call performance based, meaning it uh, depends on it relies on him delivering the goods to the Chinese people, and a good part of that is economic growth, jobs, opportunities for your kids. Um, and that's, that's, that's a challenge because of COVID and other, other reasons. Uh, uh, the Chinese economy has been, has been slowing. So this, this, this challenge uh, is one that she uh, and his colleagues are, are well aware of and they're, they're trying to deal with. And one way is to put the attention on other issues of like national security. And so he's emphasized in his work report to the party Congress, he emphasized uh, the serious uh, uh, and unprecedented challenges that he's, he, he argues China, China faces. And so this, the attention being uh, on national security and, and threats uh, from outside China, from inside China, uh, that uh, that tees up an area where he's able, arguably able to uh, uh, perform better, and that is to show he's capable of defending China uh, from enemies and threats uh, around the world. So often bad economies lead to bad decision making on other fronts, doesn't it? Like, let's distract from our bad economy by waging war on Taiwan. Yeah, I'm not, and and hopefully we won't come to that. But I think what we're going to see, uh, we can expect to see from China and uh, and their uh, 
uh, newly recoronated uh, emperor, perhaps emperor for life, uh, Xi Jinping is a more combative and assertive China, which will, uh, which is likely to saber rattle in the South China Sea, in the Taiwan Strait, and in, in other places as well. So, uh, you know, Xi Jinping is not is not Vladimir Putin. And so he has a different way. He's certainly a, a dictator who is very ambitious, and and but he uh, he, he his modus operandi is is uh, at least to date has been quite different uh, uh, to to Putin. So I'm not sure we're gonna. I, I don't think we're gonna see war, but we're just gonna see a lot of uh, uh, of a lot more um, uh, confrontation. And 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 likely crises all all uh, all around China's uh, periphery. Um, you mentioned China's struggle with COVID. Their zero COVID policy keeps millions of people under lockdown, and their vaccines don't work. I I mean, not as well as other countries like ours, mm-hmm. for example. How do they get out from under that? That's a that's a great that's a great question. And what what. What she is uh, uh, sort of preoccup- preoccupied with or consumed with, as, as I mentioned, is, is asserting control over all aspects of, of, of Chinese society. And so you see this probably most vividly in this zero COVID uh, policy. Uh, he staked his reputation on it, uh, and it, it, it's really difficult for him to back back away from uh, and and we clearly see in in China uh, a lot of dis, uh, dissatisfaction with this policy because obviously it it, it upsets uh, it, it discombobulates people's lives and and not to mention bad bad for the economy, but it's this larger uh, larger concern with maintaining control over over all of China. So. I'm writing something uh, that uh, the, the title is, you know, welcome to the people's Republic of control. Mm. And so it's because it really is all about control and yes, economic uh, growth is, 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 is good, is a positive, but overall it's, it's about control of the communist party as an institution over all aspects of Chinese, uh, of, of Chinese uh, society. And it's about, Xi Jinping's personal control over the party and and beyond. Before I let you go, uh, what did you make of that incident with Hu Jintao when they escorted him out of the room? That was strange. It was it, it was strange. Uh, I it, uh, it it could be he, he wasn't feeling well, but uh, what it I think the the safest thing to say about it is it, it underscores. Who's in charge? It's not Hu Jintao; it's Xi Jinping, and uh, that's uh, th- those uh, that footage, that film footage, underscores there's only one emperor in China in 2022, and it's Xi Jinping. Andrew Scoble, distinguished fellow for China at the United States Institute of Peace. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Take care. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.